You're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of November 18, 2023. Our local stories this week feature the mayor's court case, Riverside revitalization, and tax increment financing. All of that and more after the big picture. State education performance profiles released last month show Washington school district performing below average on math, literacy, and graduation rates. Superintendent Willie Stone said he attributed the district's scores to chronic absenteeism. Every, everything ties together. If, if students aren't here, it's pretty hard to learn, learn what you're supposed to be learning. And if, if 50% of our English language learner students aren't here, That means there's a good share of those that aren't going to pass. If they're not going to pass, then they're not going to be able to graduate. Man, if if your kids aren't in school, it's hard to learn. It's really hard to learn. Stone said the issue was surprisingly prevalent, according to the report. Washington High School's absenteeism rate nearly doubled from 17.2% to 34% of students in the last year. They are worse than what we were expecting to see, Um, and that's why... That's why we, we've created a task force to work on it that's looked at all the data and we're in the process at our next meeting uh, to create a plan to address it. The report wasn't all bad news. Washington's math and literacy scores, while below average, were higher last year than in any other since the pandemic started. Other metrics showed more big improvements, especially at Lincoln Elementary. We're continuing to try to do better for our students. Uh, our growth, you can see our growth that we've had. Uh, and we'll continue to we'll continue to try to meet those meet those needs of our kids and try to get the the district continue to move forward. That's the big picture. Stick around for the local news right after the break. Hey, unless you're one of our two unexplained listeners on other continents, you've probably been to Washington before. That means you've probably heard of Dodici's. That means you've probably heard of the three part lunch special they've got for twelve dollars and twelve cents. You're likely also familiar with the three-course dinner special for 2112, and you've surely caught wind by now of half-off bottles of wine on Thursdays. But when's the last time you ate there? Lately, Dodici's has upgraded their outdoor seating, and they've added wine flights. Don't worry, if you're not one for new things, it's still as easy as ever to enjoy the beautiful view of Washington's downtown, selection of craft cocktails, and menu full of award-winning Italian cuisine. Thanks to Cafe Dodici for sponsoring the Washington Weekly Review. Washington Mayor Jaron Rosine's court case has been pushed back to 2024. The next pretrial conference is scheduled over a year after he allegedly committed third-degree sexual abuse at his bar downtown. A new jury trial date has not been scheduled. The latest continuance in the case said attorneys were, quote, engaged in plea negotiations which require additional information. It's the first time in the case that court records have mentioned the possibility of a plea agreement. It's also the fourth delay of Rosine's day in court. Some city officials say they're getting tired of waiting on a conclusion. City Council member Elaine Moore is among them. My thought is, if he felt he was innocent, why didn't he go to trial right away? That is my thought. That's my first thought. If he truly believes that he did nothing wrong, if he truly believes in his innocence, If I were in that position, I would have gone to trial and I would have said, here it is, I'm innocent, and I'm going to prove it right now. 
New civil charges have also emerged against Rosine for the alleged assault. They were filed by an attorney on behalf of someone using the moniker John Doe, whose accusations seem to match the anonymous accuser in the criminal case. The city of Riverside on Monday declared an 11-building block downtown a slum or blighted area. City Administrator Cole Smith said the designation would help the city qualify for renovation grants from the state. The wording of things um, can make people, there are a lot of like feelings that get involved in that. And I think sometimes it's a pride thing when we're saying, oh, our, our town isn't, uh, doesn't have slum blight. Um, but I think if it's a realistic you know, thing that we need to say that this is an area that, needs to, that hasn't been taken care of and needs some work. So the hope is at the end of this, um, many of our issues have been addressed and it will no longer be a slum and blight area. I think it's important to be honest uh, with yourself and um, not letting um, pride get in the way of progress. The grant in question would rely on matching funds from the city. Council members agreed to allocate $315,000 to do just that, using revenue from the casino fund. I think when it comes to these casino funds that we have, looking for ways to further leverage these and make sure they have a larger impact than just the dollars themselves is always an important um, thing to consider. Um, I think as far as an investment of these dollars in the community, we do have very good leverage uh, with these and they will be making more impact than um, dollars we spend other places. Officials said they were optimistic about the impact of the potential grant. Here's Councilperson Tom Sexton. I think that the work that can happen on these buildings could take them into another century, hopefully. Um, like I said, if we get these buildings spruced up, who knows what commercialism can happen down there. Tourism possibly coming in. So, yeah, kind of like if you're, I hate seeing funds going out that can't be used for the general public of the residents of the town, but I think roundabout way it, it will. So, Washington City Council members plan to discuss a development agreement next week for a proposed $8.5 million hotel on the east side of town. Developers have asked for a tax rebate of $1.5 million from the city to make it happen. The process would involve tax increment financing, or TIF, which pays back taxes collected from the business. City Administrator Deanna McCusker said the incentive money would pay itself off by encouraging other developments. A hotel will bring more economic opportunities. You know, because if people are staying in Washington, they're also going to be spending money at restaurants. They could be shopping. So this will help other businesses out. You know, it's a, it'll be a ripple effect. The hotel comes, then I can see within five years a couple restaurants coming, and... It will help everyone. Others are more hesitant. Councilmember Bethany Glinsman said she was skeptical of the price tag and said Washington could afford to negotiate or explore other options. That argument is assuming that this is the only shot we have at a hotel or, frankly, any other um, development going in at that property. And I just can't believe that to be true. Um, if we ultimately don't approve this to TIF agreement and this group of developers doesn't move forward with the hotel, I have to think there's another group out there that eventually would move forward without such a large um, tax break from the city. 
That's the local news. We'll be back with the best news I've heard all week right after this. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Members of a mid-prairie culinary class served their own hors d'oeuvres during a fundraiser at Café Dodici last week. Mid-prairie FCS teacher Glenda Seward said the event was a hit. They loved it. They were a little bit nervous about going last night, I think. They, you know, you're going into someone else's kitchen. You're not really sure what exactly is going to be expected. And so, yes, they were a little nervous, but came out of it having had a fabulous experience. Dodici executive chef Tim Howard worked with the students. He said he was impressed. They were experiencing a, you know, professional kitchen, like in action. Uh, for the first time, which I think to them was kind of daunting, but also interesting at the same time. They exceeded my expectations, like, from the start. It was really not a matter of which one was better. It was a matter of which one uh, could we execute on a larger scale. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a product of the Southeast Iowa Union. I know we just got back from a break, but we again won't post an episode next week due to the holiday. We'll be sure to catch you up in the week after that on December 2nd. That's all I've got. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kaylin McCain, and you should have a happy Thanksgiving.